Centre Limited, an award-winning wellness and vocational training centre, and you're listening to the Full Spectrum Wellness Podcast. This show is all about physical, mental, emotional and spiritual wellness, and it's for people who are looking to improve their overall health and well-being. Each week, I'll share with you all the positive takeaways, tools, techniques and tips that I've gathered in both my personal and professional wellness journey that will help you to look, feel and be well. With a dose of motivation and meditation to keep you going, I'll be joined by a few friends who will be sharing their insights along the way too. Welcome to episode 15 of our Full Spectrum Wellness Podcast. I'm so happy and excited to be back here with you for our 15th episode. Well, the new year is here and happy new year to you all. This could be the year that you create a new you, even if you fail to create meaningful change in the past. If nothing in your life seems to be working, then I've got some good news for you. It doesn't really take as much to enhance your life as you might think it would. Just a few changes in your daily habits can bring about incredible results. Now, the beginning of a new year is a time of hope and of enthusiasm. And even if you've just completed a challenging year last year, it's natural to entertain the possibility of something better. And it's common to start the year with several lofty resolutions. I don't particularly like to set New Year's resolutions, but I do set my intentions. After all, it's exciting to contemplate a life with more money, greater love and fewer pounds. And maybe a holiday to the Maldives sounds nice too. Now, sadly, this is the reason I don't particularly like New Year's resolutions, because few of them are ever realised. Gyms and health clubs are packed with new members for a couple of weeks, However, half of those new members are never seen again after about two weeks and 95% are gone within a month. We really quickly forget our resolutions. But this year can be different. All it needs is a systematic approach and that can make all the difference. Start by evaluating your life. How will you know where to go if you don't know where you are? It's not possible to develop an intelligent and effective plan of attack without first evaluating your current situation. Now, it's the deficiencies in your life that limit your happiness. You're not unhappy because you live in a three-bedroom house instead of a 7,000 square foot mansion. You're not married to a supermodel or a famous footballer. You don't own a £200 pair of shoes. You drive a Honda Civic instead of a Mercedes. You don't have a million pounds in the bank. You don't have a body of a Greek god or goddess, and you only have five friends instead of 20. You can certainly be unhappy because you live in an unsafe part of the town. You're alone. You can't afford appropriate clothing for yourself or your children. You drive a car that might not survive the drive to work. You don't have enough in savings to cover any emergencies, and you're £50 overweight. Now, that's not to say you can't make any part of your life brilliant. However, dealing with the most challenging aspects of your life first will result in the greatest return on your time. So focus on those really low rated parts of your life. 
Finding a few friends can do more to enhance your life than buying a fancy new car if your social life disappoints you. Ask yourself, where do you feel the most amount of pain in your life? What causes you the most amount of stress? Many psychologists believe that we're naturally happy. It's only the negative parts of our lives that make us unhappy. So you don't need anything in order to be happy other than to be free of the bad stuff. It's human nature to turn to our strengths and avoid our weaknesses, but this is a mistake in certain circumstances. The weakest parts of your life limit your happiness and sense of well-being. So ensure that you're prioritising your focus. So address those low-rated parts of your life first. When these have been conquered, you can turn your attention to other areas. Now, George Bernard Shaw said, progress is impossible without change and those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. Changing your life is rarely like repairing a broken fence. It's not a single event. Changing your life requires ongoing effort. Your habits create your life and the little things you do on a consistent basis determine your outcomes. Changing your habits is a priority but there are several other components to creating a new life. Successful change requires several steps. Step one is to decide what you want. Then you'll know which areas of your life you want to change. Step two is to create a goal. Your goal is a target. Now, an effective goal is one measurable. How will you know you attained it if you can't measure it? It needs to be time bound. So without a time limit, you'll take your sweet time and never reach that goal. So a time limit creates a sense of urgency and focus. It needs to be specific. So losing weight isn't an effective goal, but losing 15 pounds is specific and effective. It needs to be reasonable. You won't even get started on a goal if you don't believe you can reach it. So only push slightly beyond your comfort zone. It needs to be desirable, so all goals should be desirable. Why would you waste your time on anything less? And you need to create a goal based on your number one priority. So, for example, an effective goal might be on or before March the 31st, 2023, I will have lost £20. Step three is to prioritise the goal. So read and write your goal each day. Twice is ideal. So review goal once in the morning and once again before you go to bed at night. How many times have you started on a new goal only to realise you'd completely forgotten all about it? So reviewing it daily will prevent that from happening again. Step four is to develop habits that will result in success. You don't become rich, poor, fat, skinny, lonely, popular, unpopular or an expert overnight. Your daily habits have a huge impact on the results in your life. Step five is to deal with discomfort. Any change is uncomfortable. Actually, any significant change is really uncomfortable. And that's the key. Keep the amount of change in your life relatively small. A series of small changes are as effective as a significant change, but the small changes are much easier and comfortable to implement. Step six is to measure your progress. It would be difficult to reach a weight goal if you never stepped on a pair of scales. Regular evaluation of your progress ensures that you're on the right track. And step seven is adjust your approach. If you're not making sufficient progress, 
that's a sign that you need to change your approach. Now, that seems like a simple common sense statement, but most people either continue with the same actions or they give up. Both of those things guarantee failure. Now, it looks simple when you list the steps, and it is simple. However, it's easy to lose focus, to become uncomfortable, or to give up. If change were easy, we'd all be living the life of our dreams. Remember, habits take time to develop. Uh, It's common to read that a new habit takes 21, even 66 days to become ingrained. It actually depends on the person and the habit. And studies have shown that it can take as long as seven months to develop a habit. So be patient. Now, whether you're starting a new diet, increasing your social circle, changing jobs, you're bound to experience at least a little discomfort along the way. And as I said before, this is completely natural. Discomfort is a part of change. Understand that discomfort is a misguided defense mechanism. Scientists believe that the discomfort experienced during change serves to keep us alive. Your brain is worried about life and death and your happiness is secondary. It views any change as potentially life-threatening. So a good rule of thumb is that your mind should be focused on your surroundings, on your breathing, or your current activity. If your mind is focused on anything else, you're not really living. Life can only be lived in the present. A few stress hormones and neurotransmitters don't have to dictate your actions. These compounds can alter your pulse, blood pressure, and feelings of anxiety, but the effects are harmless. So remember that your brain is trying to keep you alive and anxiety is just a feeling in your body. You've survived much worse. Now, the first step is simple, but creating a cohesive plan is a little bit more challenging. So how can you do it? Well, remember that you prioritised a list of changes you'd like to make and that's the first step. You simply work your way down through the list. When you're successfully working towards one goal consistently, it's time to add in the next priority. As a rule, you can add in a new priority each month. If a habit takes longer than a month to become automatic, that's okay. Just continue to focus on that one habit until it becomes automatic. Even three to five changes over the course of a year would be significant. So imagine if you found your perfect partner or found your perfect job you got into great shape, or you had one great adventure. When was the last time you had a year this good? And then create a rough schedule. So find a calendar and make some notes on it. Avoid trying to tie yourself down as it's impossible to predict your progress, but get a rough idea of what you can accomplish in a year. And set priorities. Choose the few items you're absolutely committed to accomplishing this year. Four items equals one per quarter. So what will you have accomplished by March the 31st, June the 30th, September the 30th and December the 31st? Maybe you have a goal that will require 12 months, but what milestones will you have reached by these target dates? And stay focused on your habits. Getting in shape is little more than two habits, eating and exercising effectively. Now, learning to speak Spanish, that requires studying the language regularly. 
many successes aren't complicated if you focus on the proper habits. And have a look at what you accomplished in the last year. If you're like most people, not much. A few changes are a huge improvement over your past results. So avoid overwhelming yourself. Visualize the new you. Imagine how you'll look, think and feel at the end of the year and get excited. Keep coming back to this picture when you're struggling in particular. If, for example, you think about how much you hate eating oatmeal every morning, you'll never make it. If you're focused on how great you'll feel at the beach this summer, the year will fly by. So keep it positive. Focus on what you do want rather than what you don't want. And reward yourself handsomely for significant results. If you reach those coursely goals, do something nice for yourself. You've earned it. And be patient. A year can seem like a long time to wait. So focus on today. Tomorrow will come. Stringing together enough good days is the key to success. Now, Zig Ziglar said, what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. So enjoy the process. Remember, it's important to prioritise the changes you'd like to make. There's only so much that can be accomplished in a year. So why waste your time messing around? Determine the most important changes and get busy. Develop the habits necessary to reach your goals. Many of your current habits have shown themselves to be inadequate. New habits provide new results. The real work is in developing those habits. Running isn't hard. Putting on your trainers and getting out the front door, now that's hard. So be patient with yourself, but get started today. This really could be the year of the new you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I hope you found the discussion and the tips covered really helpful. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you enjoyed this episode, please do leave a rating and a review and share it with your friends and family. Pop along to our website at thefullspectrumcenterlimited.com and join our self-care and wellness newsletter club. You'll receive our free 55-page printable self-care guide and workbook. Well, that's all for this episode, but I really look forward to seeing you next week. Take care and bye for now.